Welcome back to Kid Crypto episode 24. It's Liam and Michael. If you've been keeping up with crypto news lately, all can seem doom and gloom. Michael and I's ambition with episode 24 is to inform you, the listener, of the most common scams that the Candid Crypto team has identified and how to keep yourself insulated from these fraudsters in the space. The most common crypto scams that we have seen can be boiled down into a few key points. One of those is phishing. So phishing scams have been around since the beginning of time, at least when it comes to the digital age. And when it comes to crypto, scammers often send emails or malicious links to fake websites to gather personal information about you and your crypto details. Stuff like your crypto wallet keys, which you never want to share to anybody. Another common scam in the space is the double your money scam. This has appeared on Twitter in the past few years. One of the most noteworthy headlines here was a New York Times article from 2021, which stated that prominent Twitter accounts from the likes of Elon Musk, Joe Biden, etc., had literally been hijacked. They said, oh, send your Bitcoin to this address and I'll send you back double that Bitcoin. Obviously, that wasn't the case. But these fraudsters managed to pull away with a few hundred thousand dollars of funds before the um, scam was shut down. Also, top of mind when it comes to fraudulent issues going on in the crypto space is pump and dumps or rug pulls. They are very notorious in crypto. And this is essentially where a project or certain individuals hype up a certain project, get a lot of people invested into the project, and then pull out their money. And when I say top of mind, I'm thinking of FTX, who recently declared bankruptcy, one of the largest exchanges in the crypto space. And they were proven to be over leveraging customer funds. And ultimately, now a lot of people are going to lose their money. And to go even farther, as of November 15th, 2022, it's been purported that FTX was outright hacked. Now, we don't know if that's a false flag for the operators to be absolved of their, of their fraudulent activity, but hundreds of millions of dollars of customer funds have been moved out of their wallets inexplicably. Almost actually no one, uh, no FTX customer can currently withdraw their funds. Yeah, and similar to FTX, um, a very popular DeFi platform, Celsius, also kind of had a similar issue where they went bankrupt earlier this year by over-leveraging customer funds, and ultimately, a lot of customers lost their investment. Sometimes projects do not claim to be legitimate whatsoever. In fact, people just create copycats of the websites or the applications themselves. Fake apps and fake websites are all over the place. One of the most noteworthy fake apps of this year was the fake Uniswap app. Uniswap only has a website. They don't have a mobile app. But on the Google Play Store, there was a Uniswap app for weeks. One of the things that that Uniswap app would prompt you to do was enter your seed phrase. The uh, takeaway here is that... It's very, very, very trivial for individuals with malicious intent to publish these fake apps or fake websites and then strategically reach out to individuals they've identified on social media or on the internet and either send them phishing links, send them 
links to these fake apps, and then ultimately extract the funds from them. At, um, at the peak of this app, it had 120-something positive reviews on the Google Play Store, and it was available for download for weeks. More, like hundreds to thousands of people had downloaded this app. I got wind of it from Reddit. So you just got to be cautious because it's very easy to make fake reviews, you know, fake endorsements, and to make people think that it's a very legitimate organization. But even with, you know, a company like FTX, which you know, we thought was legitimate, can also be proven not to be. Kind of when it comes to pump and dumps, a very similar scam in the crypto space is celebrity endorsements. You often see this with Kim Kardashian, Floyd Mayweather, people like Logan Paul, influencers on social media with millions of followers get paid to promote certain crypto projects. When it comes to Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather, they recently promoted Ethereum Max, which proven to be not a very legitimate project built on top of Ethereum and ended up taking a lot of investors' money and not actually paying any returns that was promised. In addition, they got sued for these endorsements due to the fact that they did not tell their followers that they were paid close to a quarter of a million dollars to promote these projects. The influencers took the money and the project at face value. They said, okay, I'll promote this for X amount of dollars. The project wasn't just you know destined for failure. It was completely illegitimate. It was a blatant pump and dump. The average amount scammed with these celebrity endorsements are around $14,540, which is 65% up from last year, which is very concerning because, you know, we, we, we love these people that we <laughs> follow, yet they're telling us to buy shit that they have no idea what they're talking about. That leads us into our next point, giveaways. There are a lot of copycat projects. When a given token launches, there will be many, many, many bad actors who will clone that token. They'll make an identical token name, a token symbol, and try to push that fraudulent token to random people on the internet. If you have ever transacted with, say, an Ethereum address, ever received money to an Ethereum address, that Ethereum address is known. And furthermore, attackers will send you their fake token in hopes that you take that fake token and try to transact it on an app like Uniswap. In reality, that fake token is completely worthless. There are many, many, many copycat tokens, and typically you'll receive these funds for free. They'll be unsolicited and just appear in your wallet. If that ever happens to you, don't touch those funds. They are copycat tokens. There is no such thing as a free lunch. Finally, one of the scariest scams, in my opinion, is being blackmailed and having ransomware on your computer device uh, or other devices that you might use, um, your crypto funds. This can also be known as, there's a few ways this can happen, but one way that you can be susceptible to blackmail is by using your crypto devices on public you know, internet, in public spaces. This can also be known as a man-in-the-middle attack where you're using, where, where a user logs into a cryptocurrency account at a public location, 
and a scammer can steal their private sensitive information. Yeah, one of the key indicators here is that if you try to access a website and it says that the connection is not secure, someone might be performing a man-in-the-middle attack on you. That's one of the dead giveaways there. Don't, don't, don't override that warning. If that happens to you on public Wi-Fi, get the hell out of there. Really, you don't need to be looking at your crypto funds at your favorite Starbucks or McDonald's. You're just, you know, opening yourself up to risk and liability. Another example of this is the Colonial Pipeline hack. In the Colonial Pipeline hack, this group of hackers ransomware key infrastructure for the Colonial Pipeline. They more or less froze the systems that controlled the pipeline itself. Colonial Pipeline was unable to fix that infrastructure that was compromised. The CEO admitted that they paid four and a half million dollars to the hacking group. They buckled to the demands of the hacking group. We don't exactly know if the ransom paid actually fixed the infrastructure, but what we do know is that the US Department of Justice claimed to have seized 85% of the ransom funds they don't get into very specific detail, but they say that they had the private key to the Bitcoin wallet, which received the four and a half million dollar ransom. Go us. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, never negotiate with hackers or terrorists. If you are a victim of ransomware, if your computer says that you must pay X amount of Bitcoin to unlock your computer, well, unfortunately, you're... SOL. You should move on and uh, take your losses in stride. There is zero guarantee that paying a ransom like this will get you back anything. And worse, it could lead to further extortion. So there's a few commonalities between all of these scams and just something that you should keep top of mind. And if you notice any of these things, it should be a red flag. Number one, no one can promise you guaranteed returns, especially in the crypto space. That should immediately be a red flag. Also, when you're doing your research, we mentioned you need to look at the white paper and really understand the details of the project. If it's poor, just don't invest. And then finally, another commonality that Michael and I have noticed is excessive marketing. We're not saying that good marketing is a bad thing or indicative of a scam. But what we have noticed for sure, it was common with FTX, it was common with Celsius. A clever marketing campaign does not, does not absolve the need to do your own research and actually understand how the platform or project operates. If the only thing that compelled you to purchase from a company or project was the clever marketing, it really helps to pull back and think to yourself, why do I want to invest in this? What is, what is compelling beside the clever marketing? And then finally, there are a handful of things that you always want to keep to yourself when you are dabbling in crypto. Number one is the seed phrase. Not your keys, not your coins. Never, never give your seed phrase or backup phrase. If any platform asks you for your seed phrase, that should be an instant red flag that you might be potentially getting hacked. Even cold storage wallets have very sophisticated mechanisms that obfuscate your 
crypto information and your keys. When you are setting up a hardware wallet, it'll strategically give you your seed phrase in little chunks so that even if someone were to keylog your computer, they couldn't figure out what the seed phrase was. Don't share the seed phrase with anyone, not even your best friend, your spouse, your, your son or daughter, no one. It's sensitive information. Keep it to yourself. That goes for the same with anything about your hardware wallet. You don't really need to tell your friends, family, the details about your hardware wallet at all. It just opens yourself up to risk. And then finally, if someone does ask you how much Bitcoin, Ethereum, Polygon, basic attention token, what have you, if they ask you, how much do you have? Like literally, what's the number? You tell them, not enough. There is no reason to divulge the exact details of your holdings. It opens you up to more liability. As tempting as the flex might be, it's not worth it. Don't flex your holdings. Don't flex them to your friends. Don't flex them on social media. So keep it classy, folks. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Candid Crypto. As always, you can find us on CandidCryptoPodcast.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also find us on Twitter, Candid underscore Crypto, with the O being a zero. <laughs> you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on LinkedIn. And you can find us on Instagram. You can literally find us everywhere. So tell your friends and continue listening. Michael, if there was one thing you could tell our listeners tonight, what would it be? It's easy to be pessimistic and to think that you're not educated enough to really invest and be part of the crypto space. But with time, research, and just staying with it, you'll get there. Thank you for listening. We'll see you soon.